Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Discussing Comics. This is the podcast where we discuss comic book, sci-fi, and actually anything we pretty much want to. So on this particular episode, what is that anything we pretty much want to? It is Pensacon 2018. And who is the we? It's me, Kyle Jones, of course, and I'm joined by my co-founder of this particular podcast, Mr. Clarence Brown. How's it going? Yo, impossible host in the house. Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy to be back from our long, fun weekend. But, you know, back to the normal um, uh, um, um, work and all that other stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. But, you know, I'm missing the, the fun weekend we did have. So I guess we're going to get into that a little bit later. Oh, absolutely. I, and I agree. It, it, it could not have been, you know, any better. Yeah, man. So how about you? How are you doing? You know, I can't complain. I um, am, I'm, you know, like you, I don't like what you said. We're back into the work week. It's comic book day. It's Wednesday for anyone who might be listening, obviously, in the future when you're listening to us, because you're not listening to us live. So uh, it's the 28th of February, 2018, when we're recording this comic book day. And yeah, um, had a very good weekend. But as far as Pensacon goes, my Pensacon weekend actually started on Thursday night. And would you like to know or you have any idea why that might be? Hmm. I don't know. What 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 happened on Thursday night? I have no idea. What, uh, was wrestling on or something? No wrestling. No <laughs> wrestling. So, uh, yeah, it actually started Thursday night. And the reason for that was your brother, Kerry, who is a musician and also the co-host of the Tech Tradition podcast, along with you, co-founder of that. He sent you and I an audio file, which is now serving as the lead music, the introduction, and we'll be using it for the outro and all of that for discussing comics. So that was how my, um, you know, Pensacon started, was getting something that could not have been any better other than he sends version two which is even better than you know what he sent so a huge shout out to carrie for an amazing arrangement of our our music wonderful yeah yeah we definitely thank carrie for um actually composing that for us we were very thankful and really really enjoying it and guys tell us how much you enjoy it and also we'll pop carrie's soundcloud link on the show notes so you should definitely check out his SoundCloud as well. Cool beans. And, you know, that just tells us that we live in the age of technology because people have clouds made out of sound, which is like cool. <laughs> Sorry, corny, but cool. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry. you one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Had to be. You know, I had to, you know, kind of insert that a little bit. So let me ask you something. So we're heading to... um Florida. And would you not say to anyone listening to this show that being prepared is a good thing? Uh, yeah, but also being overprepared is not necessarily a good thing. Um, you know, Cal, uh, I was born in 1979. <laughs> okay, I was born in 1973. So oh, keep going. Well, why are you still printing out stuff, man? <laughs> okay, so tell no, no. T- tell anybody listening what you're referring to. Cal had a a, a orange folder with um printouts, which he had printed out emails and the guy that we got from Pensacon, and he actually punched holes in the paper. I did not punch holes in the paper. I just (laughs) had it on the side. No holes were punched. 
<laughs> oh, it felt like it, man. Like what 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 era are you living in, dude? Come I on, am man. In the era of and, and and before I say this, let me say that the uh people at Pensacon who were organizing the event were a extremely nice and when we got there our media passes were waiting on us seamless it's wonderful it was as easy as it could be but i asked as marvel comics once did what if and i was saying what if we get down there and there's for some reason in that building that we are no internet access what if we get down there and they're saying well you know who are you where did you come from we don't know you I would have that email that I could say, oh, look, here it is right here. Do, 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 do. Well, um, since we, uh, well, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I don't anticipate that happening, but uh, I guess it could. So uh, kudos for you, sir, to use your words. Kudos for you for thinking five steps ahead. So there you go. There you go. So maybe next time what I will do instead, uh, you know what? I'm not going to tell you uh, what I'm going to do next time because we will be going to some conventions in Mississippi in April. So stay tuned for what Kyle does in April. So that's all I'm saying. (laughs) All these and more in the next adventures of. There you go. So, so before we actually get into the con, I want to just, you know, hit on something real quick. Uh, we in our previous episodes have talked about Black Panther and I was looking this afternoon and I thought this was kind of newsworthy and worth sharing. In just 12 days, Black Panther has already brought in 421 million domestic. It has surpassed Wonder Woman's total of 412 domestic. So within wow. 12 days, Black Panther has already surpassed what Wonder Woman did, which, you know, Wonder Woman was the pinnacle of DC superhero films right now. So thoughts? Yeah, I mean, and just to talk a little bit further, uh, their 10-day total was the third highest ever and and um definitely certainly higher than than uh, any of the MCU movies so they're definitely doing gangbusters man it's just kind of awesome to see um it's kind of this collective thing where everybody's just going to see it and really supporting it. Something you don't see too often. Um you know it happens every now and then and it's cool to see in this case and yeah just I have to go see it again so I'm I'm excited about how it's doing man. Cool beans, cool beans. Question for you. Speaking of superheroes and something we've not really talked about offline, but I'm curious to know your thoughts. Jessica Jones season two actually starts next week, March the 8th. Is this something that we're excited about, not excited about? Um, you know, uh, Jessica Jones is one of those series. I really don't know completely how to feel about it. Um, she's, very, I'm not going to say anti-hero, but she's very much an hero, a hero that has has extreme issues. <laughs> um, that being said, I love, love, love the actor. And excuse me for not remembering her name right now. Kristen uh, Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. Cr- Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I, I, I love her. And uh, I had fun with the first season. Of course, we had David Tennant in there. Um, and I'm, you know, I've seen, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but look out there. You might see some pictures out there that might be interesting, uh, from production, but, but yeah, um, I guess I'm excited for it. Uh, it's, you know, I think it's going to be probably, pro- well, it most definitely will be better than, than, um, than, um, uh, Iron Fist. So 
mean, it was good the first time around. I really, really enjoyed it. And we'll we'll see. We'll see. Are you anticipating it, man? Yeah, I'm I, I'm going to quote Lee Shackelford, uh, our other co-host for discussing who. When I say the following, you know, I couldn't agree with Clarence more. I mean, (laughs) you know, you know, he just pretty much hit it right on the head. I mean, that's that's it. But but my curiosity kind of goes a little bit further when I ask about on April the 8th, Legion season two starts. Mm. (sighs) Yeah, I'm kind of the same way, to be honest. You know, we had this conversation on the way down about uh, Mr. Robot. And and how much I love Mr. Robot season one. And I won't give any Mr. Robot, you know, spoilers away. But, you know, any show where I'm always in somebody's head, I, I just can't get on board with that, man. I, it just it's something about it. I enjoyed it. I enjoy it for a time, but it seems like it quickly wears on me because I just don't want to be in somebody's head. I mean, it's almost to say that anything can happen. If you're in someone's head, which is cool, which is cool. But after a time, you want rules established. You want there to be some type of format of how things go, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. Are we going to watch it? Yeah, I probably watch it. But man, that first season, why it had excellent points that I really loved. It often came out, it came all across as just zany and something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Zany's good too. Monkey Zany, whatever. <laughs> what about you? Are you excited? Yeah, I, I'm going to echo again everything you just said, but I think I'm more excited to see Jessica Jones than I am Legion. I I think the newness of Legion kind of wore quickly, just like you said, and that whole psychedelic, I'm in my head, I'm spacing out, I'm, you know, LSDing or in my mind or whatever. It just, I don't know. I, I would much rather see, um, the gifted or I would much rather see Jessica Jones. I would even much rather see Iron Fist for that matter. Oh, wow. That's saying a lot. <laughs> so, and this is an X related character. Um, yeah. So there you go. So let's yeah. get actually into Pensacon 2018. One of the first things that we did when we got there was walk around the floor, uh, and it was the vendor floor. It was, um, inside the, you know, big convention, uh, arena. And we saw someone that we saw or you saw previously on the coast, but I actually got to meet uh, Suzanne Bowen from Suzati. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome seeing her again, man. Uh, uh, just awesome to see the work she's doing. You got to actually sample some of the jackets firsthand. Um, we have some pictures from that. Uh, and yeah, it was just cool seeing her. I mean, she's just good people, nice, the nicest woman in the world. And um, yeah, what, what did you think about your first, first meeting uh, Miss Suzanne? You know, I'm, I was impressed by how friendly and open and cordial. I mean, you know, you can tell somebody's personality to some degree over the airwaves, you know, so my first impression of her was, you know, her voice and, you know, she came across very, you know, cordial and, you know, very, very nice. But meeting someone, you know, face to face, seeing the body language, 
you know, she, she, again, you know, the, the voice and the body language totally, you know, matched each other. But then seeing all the things that she's done, like I wore the, uh, star, star lord jacket, which, you know, kind of look weird on me, but, uh, hey, um, it was it still awesome, sir. Okay. Well, uh, and you wore, <laughs> what was it that you wore? I'm not quite sure. It looks like a, biker jacket with a hood sort of i can't i don't know what it's from um yeah i like yours way better than i like mine on me <laughs> but you know me being a bigger guy it's only a few of them that i could actually wear because she didn't really have any big sizes there so uh and i wore the wolverine last time so i was just trying something different so yeah <laughs> you, know, you know i would be cool you know i think it would be cool if if you found something that was like a, a longer jacket you know what I'm talking about? That that's like you know literally like you know long, not like you know down you know to the waist, but like I don't want to say the David Tennant length yeah. jacket, but 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 I think with your height and you know something, I think that would be a good cosplay look for you. So yeah, yeah, I think if I had a request, a request for a jacket from her, and I may have to look this up to see if it's feasible, I would want a Captain Jack jacket. That would be freaking awesome. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, Captain Jack, uh, can do, or, or should I say John Barrowman can do all type of cosplays. <laughs> yeah. Even TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. So should we, since, uh, you mentioned that, would you just like to jump ahead and talk about the, um, great and fantastic John Barrowman? The great and powerful John Barrowman. Oh, man. You know what? Um, the panel star, I mean, the, it wasn't a panel. It was really a stage show. <laughs> uh, his his um, panel, quote, quote, unquote, started a little bit late. Um, and I think he had this rule where everybody has to be in and seated before he starts. And that kind of just goes to show, man, this guy is a freaking entertainer. Correct. Um, uh, if. You like him or not, be that as it may. Do you you agree with his antics, be that as it may? But you cannot question the value of his entertainment because this dude gets on stage and rocks it the entire hour and 15 minutes or whatever he was up there. It was freaking phenomenal to see this guy go at it, man. Yeah. And, you know, the energy that he has and and doing that nonstop i mean it it goes like you just said there's 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 a, there's the performer who comes out and is doing that performance because i'm getting paid and i'm yeah. going to be here i'm going to do this i'm going to collect my money i'm going to go home and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that but there's then there's that performer that wants to make that connection wants to make people laugh wants to make people um you know entertained wants to make people feel something you know wants to touch people no no pun intended for him considering who i'm talking about <laughs> it might be a bad choice of words yeah bad bad choice of words with him but but you get where i'm kind of going with that and he you know the fact of I'm going to wait until everybody gets seated, everybody gets in, everybody gets the same amount of sh showtime. That to me is a character trait and, and kudos for him or to him for having that. Yeah. And if you just want to talk about, you know, his stage presence and his performance, cause it was performance. Um, you know, I just think about 
shows that we've watched and we get this shocking moment and it like changes everything. I think almost every five minutes there was a shocking moment in his presentation. <laughs> I mean, almost shocking in a sense where you're almost like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it, did he really say that? Did, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> but, you know, he just walks out on stage and he has, I think he has the Jack Hartness jacket on. I yes. can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's the Jack Hartness <laughs> yeah. jacket. Yes. So so he's looking classic Jack Hartness. Um, Doctor Who music playing in the background. Yeah. And I guess I didn't notice his shoes when he walked out because I'm like, oh, that's John Perryman. And, and um, yeah, um, he like throws off the jacket and he's wearing none other than what, Cal? A TARDIS dress. And, 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 With and, high heels. Yes, and specially made high heels. I should say. Yeah. So, um, guys, if you don't know if you're out there listening, we're like in the Deep South, and Pensacola was in the Deep South. <laughs> and, you know, I think most people coming there are accepting and open to to whatever. And, you know, if you come to see Jack Harkness or, or John Berryman, you pretty much know what type of character he is. But, man, man, I can see some people probably be like, what is going on? <laughs> Which is funny because the guy we were sitting beside, um, you know, he expressed his reservations about, you know, watching his son um, or letting his son watch watch uh, Torchwood. And, you know, me and you would tell them, oh, it's a good show, it's a good show. Um, but, you know, there are some it, – it, it's not uh, tea time, Doctor Who, as Lee puts it. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not tea time. And, you know, I think he, he eventually said, you know, his son can watch it, but don't tell your mother or something to that effect. But, oh, boy, <laughs> if he had reservations about that, he shouldn't have brought him to this panel because, man <laughs> – uh, Go ahead. <laughs> but 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 we have to also say mom went up and yeah. talked to uh, him and asked a question. So uh, which led, uh, I believe, um, you know, Captain Jack to basically say, oh, well, I'll take that entire row. <laughs> and who was on said row? You. <laughs> you too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, speaking of going up to talk to Cap- uh, Captain Jack, and this is actually a question that I did not ask you uh, over the weekend and should have, um, Uh-oh. which is one of, so whenever I went up, I had two questions for anybody listening. I had two questions in my head that I knew would probably get a good answer for, uh, one of which was I knew or had read that John Berriman was a big fan of Elizabeth Slayton. So that was my first question was, tell me about working with Elizabeth Slayton. So about, Two or three people ahead of me, a lady asked, so what was it like working with Sarah Jane Smith? So here's my question to you. What did you think of that question or that story that he told of meeting Elizabeth Sladen and working with her and up to the point of when she died? Yeah, uh, I'll just before I answer, I will say we do have the audio. Uh, I think it's good enough to post, but we may post it to our Patreon account. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash discussing who, but, but yes, his answer was just so beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, he mentions meeting her at, he called the who estates, the who apartments, or I can't remember exactly. I think, 
or the yeah, towers or something. It's where they lived, uh, kind of like I guess apartments while you're filming. Yes, and and he, I think he said he met her in the elevator yes. for the first time. Yes, and she just looks up and says, "Hey, Captain," <laughs> and I forgot what he says back, but it's freaking hilarious. Um, we definitely got to drop in that clip or either point to the to Patreon, but but yeah, it's it his story was really really good, really really good, and you can tell how much how much um reverence he had for um not only the the character but but the the actor herself so yeah it was a really good story yeah i mean you know i was standing there on the wall so i was a little bit closer to you and for a second there i mean because it kind of gave me like goosebumps i actually felt for maybe about 10 to 15 seconds that he quickly pivoted back to okay well let's go do this and whatever because there was that 10 or 15 second moment to where you could tell that that story was kind of getting to him for a second. Yeah. And it was that. And someone else asked another pretty sad question. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, he, he definitely didn't let the sad stuff linger long as he would jump back into um, his stage performance. So, <laughs> so my next question was going to be asking about Alex Kingston. Someone asked about Alex Kingston. So, I'm at, this is about probably 4.30 or 5 o'clock. We had not eaten that day. We actually didn't have anything other than coffee. We had, we had gone straight into doing stuff, you and I. And so at not eaten that day, my brain was tired. And so here I am. I'm the next in line. I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to say. And I say something like, well, of all the comic, I mean, Doctor Who characters you've never worked with before, who have you not done something with? Are you asking who I would want to you know, do something with? Or something? And it was like, <laughs> okay, I totally messed that one up. Oh, man, it was fine. It but was it was fine, fine though. It oh, was yes, fine. definitely, definitely. So what else, um, anybody else, um, speaking of doctors did, that you met, that you might have found interesting. Maybe I don't know who they might be and might not, might not even be a who doctor, but any other doctors come to mind? Well, let's talk. Did we talk about Arthur Darvo yet? Oh, absolutely. I maybe, uh, you know, I not forgot Arthur. I don't want to say, but you know what? Before I actually go into the doctor part of it, it would not be right to not mention that we also got to see Rory Williams, Arthur Darville. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't want to give his panel any short shrift because, man, I really enjoyed hearing his story, man. Uh, I didn't really know he was a, I guess most classically trained English actors are, but he he's he's um, a stage performer and he um, he actually write plays. He's a musician. I didn't know any of this stuff about this guy, which was just really, really cool to hear. And also we got, you know, the story about his his casting of uh, getting on the show, which I also loved. I also loved. So it was just cool to kind of hear his backstory and and hear how he kind of got into the show. It was just wonderful to hear him. And, you know, he's saying stuff like um, he's referring to 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 Matt Smith, you know, just oh yeah, Matt, you know, <laughs> which is always funny to hear because we we hold these actors in high regard and they're almost on this other plane from us. But, you know, he's just talking about this guy like is his buddy he saw in the bar or something, you know. So I, I always love that when I hear these actors talk about fellow cast members. And it was really, really 
um, interesting to hear his story. Just got a lot of in-depth things I really didn't know about the, the actor. And, and yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. What did you think about him? Well, that one was the total opposite of my experience getting up and asking a question. I was sitting by you, and then all of a sudden I had this out-of-body experience to where I'm looking down, and I'm standing in line to ask a question. And so what I start doing while I'm standing there is I start texting on or messaging on Facebook our friend Jessica from Seska Says because I knew that she was a big you know, Rory, Amy, and the 11th Doctor fan. So I'm like, take, you know, I had taken a picture and I'm sending her a picture of guess who I'm about to ask a question to. So that kind of calmed my nerves. But my question that I had for Arthur was, what was it like filming the last uh, story, which was The Angels Take Manhattan? And that just is a testament of what you just said, which is they were generally or genuinely friends. You know, they're, they yeah. still keep in touch. You know, they, they were friendly with each other. They hung out, um, you know, outside of just filming. And I think that's why people like the three of them as, you know, the, the two companions and the doctor so much was what translated off screen was seen on screen. Yeah, I think the my favorite story from Arthur was when he kind of told of when he first realized that uh River was his daughter. Oh yeah. Um that was a really really good story. Uh <laughs> uh yeah, I I love that. I think that's my favorite part about him that story there, but yeah, a lot of fun again and a lot of things about him that I really didn't know which were very very interesting. And yeah, cool beans. Cool beans, cool beans. But yeah, back to other types of doctors. And that's something that I think was a big treat for you is to meet another type of doctor. And would you like to elaborate on what that was? Yeah, please state the ma- the nature of the medical emergency. Uh, we got to meet Robert Picardo, uh, Bob, as he says. Uh, and it was really, really cool to see him. Uh, he had a panel, which was crashed, I would say, uh, <laughs> or joined by Robert Duncan McNeil, which is Tom Paris. So we got EMH and Tom Paris on stage of Star Trek Voyager fame. And it was just awesome to see these two guys on stage talk it out. And the good thing about them, they're very, very funny. So I laughed a lot during their panel. Yeah. And then after the panel was over, you and I head down to our back back to the convention uh, center because this was actually in a um, theater where we were, you know, listening to the two of them talk. So we head back to the convention uh, area. And if we had have been maybe about two minutes ahead of what we were, we would have seen him FaceTiming with Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, right before we walked up, he had just hung up with the, a call with the the great Bill Nye. So that was was pretty cool. Had we been a few seconds earlier, yes. But 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 yeah, we um you know got to chat with him a bit, and we took a picture with with him, which you can find on our Facebook page, um, uh, facebook dot com slash discussing comics. And and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, he's a great guy. Again, um. I kind of want to just say, like, everybody we met was really nice for the most part, except that one lady in line that Cal 
did not like, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, Robert Picardo was just, just great. Um, very nice. Uh, he asked me, was I in the military? <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And he also asked, gave Cal some, uh, advice on, on the, the hit the head there. I think. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, he gave me, fa- he gave, all right. So he asked you, are you in the military? And he gives me, uh, fashion advice. So, um, if anybody wants to know what that is, um, he and I share a follically uh, deprivation, uh, if that's how you want to <laughs> say it. In other words, uh, you know, receding hairline. And uh, he wears this this certain type of hat mainly because it covers up the, you know, not having the hair. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be buying one. And then in future videos, I can wear that. So, yeah, woohoo. Hey, the doc is ball, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> e- EMH for the win. <laughs> yeah, and and you're right. The, he could not have been any nicer. And the fact that yes, he took a picture with you. Yes, it was a selfie. But he took the time to walk around to the other side of the booth. You didn't have to go, and he's sitting down, and you're standing behind his chair or something. He gets up. He walks around. He stands between the two of us, making sure, you know, hey, I'm standing in the middle, one of you on one side, one of the on the other, and has the picture taken. Yeah, yeah. Also, some more people there that we didn't talk to because they were, you know, they were pretty busy when we walked up. Uh, uh, again, Robert Duncan McNeil was was right next to Robert Picardo, and across the way was um, uh, TNG fame is Brent Spiner uh, Data. That again, he had as a bit of a line there, but we didn't get to talk to him. So, so yeah, Star Trek was definitely in the house. Yep, and uh, we also didn't get to talk to, uh, but mainly because his panel was almost at the end, was Lorca. Captain yeah, Lorca. Yeah. Jason Isaacs, his panel was late Sunday and we were well on our way back. We may have even been back. I was going to say we may have been home. <laughs> yeah, before he even, uh, well, we would have been back if, if not for that detour you made, Cal, but we won't get into that. Yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> but yeah, his panel was late in the day on Sunday and we missed it. I would have loved, loved, loved to actually go talk to, to Jason Isaacs, uh, Lorca from Star Trek Discovery. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I really, 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 uh, hate that we missed that, but maybe we'll catch them next time. I think we'll be going to some more cons here sooner or later. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and, and there's no thinking to it. I know we will be because we've got, <laughs> um, you know, three coming up in the next couple of months. We've got, um, um, Tupelo Titan Con, Tupelo, uh, Tupelo Con, which is like a Tupelo Comic Con. Those are two different events in April. And of course, we have Hulanta in May and then Mississippi Comic Con in June. So we've got four events coming up in the next four to five months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Busy docket. Busy yeah. docket. You know, before we, um, you know, before we wrap, I also want to mention another panel that we set in on briefly that one of the things that one of the gentlemen said was quite profound to me. So I want to mention it. it I don't even remember the name of the con. How, I mean, of the panel, excuse me, but I do remember, um, one of the things that was said, which was, if you're going to do whatever you're doing, whether it be, you know, podcasting, whether it be, um, you know, go, uh, writing, whether it be acting or whatever, don't rest on your laurels, push yourself, because if you stop pushing yourself, you stop growing and you stop being better. And I'm not sure which gentleman it was that said that, but it just kind of resonated. And so I just wanted to, you know, throw that out. 
Yeah, yeah. If if you're comfortable, you're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> Point taken. And I do want to give a shout out to the people at WSRE. It's a a service of Pensacola State College. It's a PBS station down there. They actually, when we were walking by, said hi to us because of our shirts, you know, that said discussing who and in that particular or on that particular network, they air the old Doctor Who uh, episodes. So we're going to be reaching out to them to talk about licensing of how, you know, you can, um, you know, you only show the, sh- you know, certain um, number of times and stuff like that, which I thought was really interesting and really nice of them to, you know, see these two guys walking around and, you know, just say, hey, look, here we are. Say, you know, I, I just was very, very impressed at, about how nice they Oh, yeah, they definitely, definitely had a lot of knowledge on things that we like kind of you tiptoe around that we think we kind of know, but don't really go into depth. Uh, the guy who we, was ta- we were talking to was very, very uh, explanatory and like, you know, gave us some of the the uh, details behind things that, you know, that are really interesting of how uh, programming and slots and all that, all those things work. And, you know, hopefully we can get them on the show sometime soon. Yeah. Cool beans. So before we wrap, uh, one of the other highlights, you know, I, end, I began with Carrie's uh, music. So I'll end with, again, we're being in a age of technology. You and I, as we're driving or as I'm driving, call in to the uh, recording of Col- the Cultum Collective. So um, totally just thought we were going to be listening. And b- whenever I put the pin number in, the next thing I know, we're live on the air and as we're driving. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, D- Dave and Ian over there are great. And uh, we thank them for allowing us to jump on for a few minutes as we drove through stormy weather back to Jackson, Mississippi. It was kind of fun doing our call in radio thing on their show. Uh, you should definitely check that out. That's at uh cultum.com. And yeah, just again thank those guys for allowing us to jump on and have a few words about Pensacon. Cobains, Cobains. All right, well Clarence, any other uh items of Pensacola twenty eighteen or Pensacon twenty eighteen that I might have failed to mention? Uh no. I'll just say that anybody close to that area uh, next year, uh, I think they already announced the dates, but next year, if you want to go to a pretty big, decent sized con and see a slew of celebrities, cause pretty much there were, it was everybody here. Uh, there's people I didn't mention that we didn't see, like, uh, the Power Rangers, J- Jason David Frank, Lou Ferrigno, um, just a smattering of different, uh, celebrities there. And, and trust me, if if you're into any of the major fandoms, somebody will be there for you. And I said, definitely check it out. Look at their guest list. And you're, you're, there's going to be something that you're into. So, yeah, in a great city, by the way, as well, to have this type of con. So I really enjoyed the, the atmosphere, downtown Pensacola. Yeah, just a lot of fun. Very much. And very good experience. I couldn't agree more, agree with you any more than I do. I totally agree. So Clarence, if anybody was listening to discussing comics and wants to find other things that you uh, do or that you and I do, what might that be? 
Yeah, I'll just keep it real simple. If you're into Star Trek, check out the STD podcast at stdpodcast.com. And if you like people discussing tech, uh, check out techpedition.com. That's at uh, T-C-H-P-E-D-I-T-I-N.com. And also, if you're in Doctor Who, check out me and Cal's other podcast, which is Discussing Who, where we are covering the 2005 series from the beginning and we are what eight episodes in now we are eight episodes in now and lo and behold couldn't have planned it any better the next episode that we will be reviewing is called the empty child and it is going to be the first appearance in doctor who of a certain doctor i mean excuse me captain jack Harkness. Captain Jack. <laughs> yep. First appearance oh, yeah. of Captain Jack. So that'll be on our 98th episode. So we're almost to 100. Yeah, about to hit that century mark. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, for anyone listening, we thank you for joining us for this particular episode. Also, feel free to check us out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is at youtube.discussingwho.com. That'll take you directly to it. So, yeah, check those videos out. Again, you know, subscribe to the channel. Give us some comments. Watch the videos. Share them. Let us know what you're thinking. And, again, thanks for joining. And we will see you and be back next time.